1: Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're gonna discuss effective ways to get customer feedback faster. Joining us is Nicholas Dorn, who is the CEO of FileStage, which is a content review and approval platform for marketing teams. Team members can comment on videos, images, documents, and even live websites. And imagine all of your project file formats, versions, comments, and approval decisions in one platform with a simple to share link that your stakeholders can tap on to add comments, tag teammates, and give the full context as you watch the feedback roll in. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, FileStage and Nicholas are also sponsors of the MarTech Podcast. And today, Nicholas and I are gonna discuss how you can get feedback faster. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Nicholas Dorn, the CEO of FileStage. Nicholas, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me again. What a pleasure to have you back on the show. Great to have you here as one of our first returning sponsors. We launched a new sponsorship program. You were one of the first people in the door. And hey, we're six months in now. You're back. It's great to have you here.
2: Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. And it's really like a pleasure to be back.
1: (laughs) All right. So we've done this before. We can get right to the chase. Talk to me a little bit about feedback. That seems to be where your company is centered. How do we get feedback faster?
2: So definitely, it's a topic we're dealing with for a couple of years now, and I guess everybody out there that is proactively producing content, that is working for a big brand, working for an agency, working content creation, has probably seen situations like that, right? you have this super nice content that you produce, let's say a video or a brochure or a new website, and you just feel like, yes, I'm really proud of what I have produced. And then you go out and send it out really enthusiastically to, I don't know, your colleagues, your boss, maybe your client. And then you realize, okay, nothing happens. <laughs> and you need to basically start to chase people for feedback. You need to follow up. You need to call them. You need to ping them in order to to first get a response and then get your feedback on the content and then at a certain moment, maybe you get that feedback and suddenly they provide it in all kinds of different channels. They provide it via Slack, via phone. They call you maybe on WhatsApp, Microsoft Teams, everywhere. And then suddenly you feel like, oh, no, I need to, need to get hold of it and need to collect all the feedback in different places and bring it all together and make sure I don't forget anything. And I think this is a really big problem many, many people out there have. And that's one of the main reasons why all the feedback processes are so slow nowadays.
1: You mentioned a couple of different problems here. One, the idea of you create something and then you have to go out and hunt for feedback. And there's a need for process there. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then the idea is, well, feedback comes in multiple different formats. Everyone uses different types of systems. Let's talk about the first part there, which is how and when should you be asking for feedback? What's the right place to suggest feedback from your clients, customers, partners? Give me the lay of the line for the sources of feedback.
2: Let's say we all know the situation where you just have one other person that needs to give feedback and maybe you're sitting in the same office. And then basically, I think there's no need for any kind of software or feedback tool. And it's perfectly easy. You just walk over, discuss it, and it's good. But as soon as you work with multiple stakeholders, if you have a team, let's say a marketing team and then maybe content creators, and then you have a product team and maybe a legal team and they all want to be be involved at a certain moment, then suddenly it starts to become complicated. That's that's the one side. And this is, I think, one thing to consider. So how many people need to give feedback when you think about, is it the right time to improve my feedback processes? And then on the other side, you talked about the different formats and I think that's the other point. So of course, if there's just, let's say a PowerPoint presentation, you can start and give feedback within the presentation. That's okay. But then maybe you also have a video, then maybe you produce a new website with different landing pages and you need to localize it for 10 different languages. And as soon as you have different types of content and really need to review and approve that stuff, then it starts to become complicated. And I think this is the second point when you definitely should think about working with an online proofing solution.
1: Okay, so there's a couple different scenarios. One, it is not only when you have multiple stakeholders, but also multiple different types of assets. I was actually thinking more about where in the creative process should you be asking for feedback? Let's do a little example, a case study, right? I run podcasts. We create not only the underlying assets for people, we've got to create the logos and the podcast descriptions and then the scripts and then the actual content. And then there's this regular stream when we're constantly going through and having different episodes that we're editing. How do you recommend that we reach out for feedback with our clients? Do we do it at every step of the way? Do you aggregate everything to have a final deliverable? When should you be reaching out to get the appropriate amount of feedback?
2: So I think the first part is to align on the feedback process and let's say align when you want to have feedback, for example, with your client. What are the steps in your production process? So for example, most people go with, hey, maybe there is a stage when you discuss like the brief and discuss together what the scope is of the entire project. And maybe at this point, it's already good to align on it and say, hey, this is the brief document. Let's align on it. Let's approve it. Okay, we're fine. And then from there, typically you take the next steps, right? You typically say, okay, now maybe there's a script for the video and this is the first step. And let's say, hey, this is a script. And then you can also align on that and approve that part. And once you are fine with the script, maybe there's the first rough cut of the video where you also want to have feedback. And what I suggest is to really split it up into different levels of the production phase and then match it to the right people on the other side. For example, maybe the marketing person on the other side wants to be involved in the entire process, but let's say the marketing big boss only wants to be involved right at the end when it's almost like completed and doesn't want to be bothered in between like with all the different sub steps. And so on and so forth and maybe legal needs to be involved early on to just see the concept approve it and that's fine and they don't need to have a hold on it later on so what i recommend is really to adopt it to the different stakeholders you have on the other side and then build your your custom review process based on that
1: what i'm hearing from you it seems like a little bit of the opposite of what you just said which is figure out what your process is understand the process build that out and then think about who throughout that process needs to give you the feedback now let's talk a little bit about the the delivery mechanism when you are asking for feedback to your designer that is a different request for feedback than when you're asking a global cmo right most likely they're going to respond in different channels the designer is going to want to give you mock-ups and i'm sure something that's a little bit more graphically inclined as opposed to your CMO, is probably going to say thumbs up, thumbs down, something that's more of a snap judgment. Do I like it or do I not? You mentioned before, well, people give feedback in different channels. They also give different types of feedback. What's the way to aggregate all the feedback that you're getting? And what's the way to make sure that it's in the right format that you can actually make use of it?
2: I think the best way forward is, yes, to work with an online proving solution like Stage, but of course, there are also other online proving solutions out there you can test. And then typically what I recommend is to create your own review workflow. For example, within Fisage, you can create a Kanban process and divide it into different process steps. So you can, for example, say first step is our design review. And the second step is then the marketing big boss review. And the third step is legal review. And only if a file or a content basically passes the design step then you send it to the big boss and only if the big boss is approving it then you send it to legal before it doesn't make sense to involve them and steal their time but for example the designer it makes a lot of sense to involve the designer early on and discuss all the different versions and all the details but only once you are fine there then to send it over into the next step
1: so i guess the last question that i have for you I understand that when you're running a replicated process, you understand when to ask for feedback. I've done 1,300 episodes of the MarTech podcast at this point. I have a pretty good idea when to reach out and ask for our sponsors and our guests for their feedback. But on the flip side, if I'm creating something new, we're actually thinking about creating video content as a companion to the MarTech podcast and I'm not really sure when to ask for content for a different format factor. When you don't know what the steps in the process should be because you're doing something net new, how do you advise your customers to think about when to ask for feedback and how to get it in the right format?
2: Yeah, I think there's a big difference between starting something completely new from scratch where you are pretty unexperienced and maybe also need to make sure ideas can just flow and you can basically restart and everything in this direction. And when it comes more on something where you feel like this is blog post number 50 and we just need to repeat what's working and we have our processes. For the first one, I think it makes sense again to start with the thinking who should be involved in this first step, who's like really creative, who's open-minded, who wants to develop a new idea together in a collaborative way versus who's, let's say, better to just give feedback later on and just give you an opinion. But does not enjoy, I think, also to be really innovative and work on new ideas pretty closely. I think that's a pretty big question, and I personally think it should always start with considering who you work with.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, this kind of goes into project management, and making a plan to make a plan is always a good idea. Hey, here are the steps that we're going to take to go through this creative process. Here are the people that we want to include in the process, and this is when and where we want their feedback. Spending a little time to think about that will help you expedite the feedback process and also help you be a little bit more collaborative. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Nicholas Dorn, the CEO of Filestage. Join us again tomorrow when Nicholas and I continue the conversation talking about closing the gap between content creation and publication. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Nicholas, you can find a link to our LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Nicholas Dorn, that's N-I-K-L-A-S underscore D-O-R-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is filestage.io, F-I-L-E-S-T-A-G-E eio Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is MartechPod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed.